Long time no see. <laughs> Hello, amigo. Looking it's good, been, my it's, been, it's been more than a month. How's that possible? I mean, I know how it's possible. I went for a vacation for two weeks. And I had to travel for work, which was, again, two weeks. So no recordings in the meantime. Sorry about that, my friend. But it was I on you, so yeah. yeah, I missed you as well, man. You look everything, like you've been on vacation. Everything's on me. Come on, today's <laughs> episode is totally your jam. You're doing all the work. I'm just here listening and enjoying this. Come on. Huh? I think we're we're all equal partners, and I'm just going to let it go to you and you do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I'm trying to cause your panic attack. <laughs> no, I won't panic. I will just be like, um, dude, I've got a problem with my internet connection, so um, you're on your own. Bye! Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, how have you, how have you been? I've oh, been amazing, man. I've been missing you a lot. been missing doing these episodes. By the way, today is our second season 10th episode, so... And kind of we're a... coming up to a special birthday, huh? December 1st was our first aired episode last year. So first anniversary. How how do you feel about that? It's nice. We kind of didn't expect much. I mean, we didn't set any specific goals in the first year. Um, but we do for the second year. So from December 1st till the next December 1st, we ought to have at least 1,000 subscribers. I mean, we've covered our first 100 in the first year. I think I think it shouldn't be a problem. Come on, 1,000 in a year? Eh. Easy. Yeah, I, easy. Easy. We just have to be consistent with uh, our episodes. Yeah, that's true. Shall we start begging for money? We have to renew our licenses shortly. <laughs> right, let's not get let's not get into the costs of running these podcasts. Okay, we definitely need a sponsor. So, um, <laughs> do I have any branded stuff right here? Um, Logitech, please give me money. Manscaped, uh, VPN. Um, I don't know. I use a Mac. Hey, Apple. Apple. <laughs> 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 okay. So, let's without further ado. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not digress. I've got a great title for today. FTX, FTT, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> and timeline. But yeah, that's actually a great, great one. And that's okay, a great one. We just have to check if there's any project named WTF so we don't uh, like include them in this scandal. Anyway, it's going to make a tremendous Twitter post. <laughs> it's only hashtags. <laughs> yeah, so today, welcome, dear viewers. We're going to be discussing the FTT, FTX scandal that's been going on for the past month. There's been quite a lot of interesting turn of events and we've prepared a short slideshow to make it more interesting to be able to keep track of it uh, which we prepared with the help of uh, abc news article no, you should just say with abc news that sounds much more abc news interesting abc news thank you and thank they you have for our the sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> by the way okay. apparently i have been living under a rock for the past month I mean, I knew that some, some things were boiling with FTX, but uh, I didn't know as many details as they will be presented right now. So let's just dive in. It's going to be a lot of new things for me. So I'll be asking a lot. Maestro, please let me share my screen. Okay. With the slide delay. Oh, with so, the slide number three. Okay. 
<laughs> so, FTT, FTX. Uh, you can see my screen normally, right? Uh, no, I just see dark. Dark? I really? You, yeah, I think you went into full screen mode. Yeah. That kind of messes with everything. Okay, so let's not be in the full screen mode and it shall be easier. So what you see on this picture is the FTX, FTT. We, st we still don't see a picture, but no sweat. I'll share my wait. screen and uh, you just start talking. Wait, 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 wait. How is that possible? Ladies and gentlemen, due to technical difficulties, please hold. Beep. It's I a shame we don't we don't edit those things. <laughs> okay, I I have it. I will not go into full screen anymore. Okay, it works now. Please continue. Yeah, of course it works. Of course it works. So, dear viewers, without further ado, without any edits, you're gonna see if you're on YouTube um, a wonderful picture of the FTX company. Oh, I, to I totally forgot about our friends who are just listening to the audio. Everybody's like, "Huh? What the heck are they talking about?" What, what's I see your black screen. <laughs> so, FTX is is was the second biggest exchange, um, right after Binance. And it's been pretty popular and growing in popularity and various sponsorships for YouTube um, streamers, podcasts, and even politicians, even uh, news outlets. They really uh, covered a whole lot of portion of supporting and sponsoring everyone. But don't let this trick you. They turned out to be pretty negligent with user funds. And we are going to be co covering more in this slideshow. So the short timeline is on November 2nd, uh, the, the collapse of FTX centers in a part of the cryptocurrency exchange close relationship with the Alameda Research, a crypto hedge also founded by Bankman Freed. So Sam Bankman Freed, not the guy in this picture, but on the previous one, is the basically that was the CEO of the FTX um, exchange. And it all started when Coindesk published an article that they found out that a significant portion of the Alameda research assets consisted of FTT. And this is the token created by FTX that allows users to um, exchange to access to discounted trading fees. So imagine like something that if they offering you like, look, if you keep your assets in FTT, we'll give you like 10% or 5% or something in the means of some sort of percentage for, for you holding their token. What this means is they also incline you to buy their token, right? So this kind of also artificially drives up the price of the FTT token itself. Yeah, it artificially dries up, dries up the demand. Yep, thank you. And because FTT cannot be easily exchanged for cash, the report fears about the capital reserves at Alameda Research and thus FTX. Plus, so, Alameda Research is an investment firm, meaning that they are, well, in a potential situation of losing money if they are backing up the wrong investment. Exactly. And the guy in the picture here is uh, CZ, and we'll be mentioning him right after this, um, this slide that we just showed. And I, I can't help by say, but my, my personal uneducated opinion is that he really created like... Um, the start of the downfall, which is kind of right and wrong in its own, but he uncovered like a huge mess of what they were going on. But you'll see what I mean um, with by reading this uh, report. So something similar as Elon did to Twitter. 
Yes, uh, very <laughs> similar, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing Twitter doesn't have the, as much as user funds as FTX did or bribed as many people. Probably, so, but let's leave that for a future episode. <laughs> so um, in response to this article that was made by Coinbase that tried to expose how many of the assets uh, Alameda has in FTT tokens, uh, Changpeng Zhao, so this in short CZ, the CEO of the rival crypto exchange Binance, said he would sell all of the company's holdings in FTT, which amounted to 580 million worth of, to of the token itself. So what this means is also Binance had a, a large portion of the FTT token. Mm -hmm. in, in that time, it, it amounted roughly to 580 million. And this triggered a wider sell-off. This is, um, imagine running to a bank and everyone trying to withdraw all their cash at the same time. This is what started happening with, with the FTT token. And you can see the tweet, or I will just read it out for those who can see it. Uh, CZ, the CEO of Binance, tweeted, as a part of Binance exit from FTX equity, equity last year, Binance received roughly 2.1 billion USD equivalent in cash, Binance USD and FTT tokens. Due to recent revelations that have come to light, we have decided to liquidate any remaining FTT in our books. So in November 6th, the, the ball started rolling. Dude, talk about whales. Talk about whales, yeah. And if we continue, um, on November 8th, um, CZ, the founder of Binance, tweeted once more. This afternoon, FTX asked for our help. This is a, there is a significant liquidity crunch. To protect users, we signed a non-binding LOI intending to fully acquire FTX and help cover the liquidity crunch. We'll be conducting a full uh, due, dil due diligence in the coming days. So, <laughs> liquidity crunch usually means um like imagine you want cash for me and all i have is gold the liquidity crunch means look i have to sell the gold first or bring some of the assets back that i have like lent to someone so we can um sell the money directly to you so this is a liquidity crunch so in, in binance short. would bring a bunch of cash to ftx to support transactions yeah to support and then, yeah yes yes to support payoffs withdrawals everything that the users would would want offering and yeah, and this is like the biggest competitor trying to buy out their second um, biggest competitor just to save the users, which is a, a nice gesture. But this is like can be like really um, triggering in, in many ways. Mm -hmm. And then uh, coming from the Binance account, not anymore from the CZ account, and they promised to do their due diligence. And as a result of their corporate due diligence, as well as the latest new reporting regarding mishandled customer funds and alleged U.S. Um, agency investigations, we have decided we will not pursue the potential acquisition of FTX.com. And so, effectively, <laughs> effectively, they have signed a death sentence. Yes. So first, look, we will help them. We will try to hold them out. And they did of basically some research and they probably figured out, look, oh, there was something really bad going on. Was this intentional? Well, According to like all, all the next reports that came out, FTX was indeed doing a lot of bad stuff. So maybe Binance figured this out on time and they just didn't want to cover 10 billion, 10 billion uh, USD dollars of funds. Mm -hmm. um, if we jump onwards, the SEC, uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, and both the Justice Department had begun investigating the FTX collapse. This is what Wall Street Journal reported. And Sequoia Capital, a top venture firm, wrote down its roughly $210 million stake um, in FTX to zero. 
So basically, they signed off um, whatever money they had. Venture capitalists started to back off. So yes, even the funds they had, they are now bleeding. Yes, and the venture capitalists are prepared to like win money, lose money. They they know both sides, and they're they're way less emotional about money as we are as investors. So we're in the business of taking risks, secure capital set in a public letter. Some investments will surprise to the upside and some to the downside. Moving on to November 10th. Uh, so uh, basically, Sam Bankman Fried is in Bahamas and a Bahamian, Bahamian financial regulator froze the assets of FTX. The Securities Commission of the Bahamas says it was aware of public statements suggesting the FTX customers funds were potentially mishandled and mismanaged i think i remember that i think that a bunch of us at the offsite were uh, actually looking at the apps you, you could see the balance but you could not withdraw anything this was stressful to say the least yeah i can imagine but this like just implying that we're potentially mishandled and mismanaged two days or two days after binance backed off from buying it yeah you could smell like a lot of bad stuff starting to unravel so on the next day, on November 11, FTX filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protections, as it assets um, as it assets the value assesses the value of its remaining assets. A company announcement said Bankman-Fried resigns as CEO and was replaced with Johnny J. Ray III, the third, who steered disgraced energy company Enron through bankruptcy proceedings in the 2000s. So Enron. Um, bankrupted in like one of the largest um corporate mishaps in the history of humankind and they uh, hired the the same guy to try to steer away the company in a in a, in a better position that guy ray the third i think that he led a bunch of a bunch of companies through bankruptcies i believe northern residential capital overseas ship hold. I, I mean the guy specializes in insolvency cases yeah, so the immediate relief of Chapter 11 is inappropriate to provide the FTX group the opportunity to assess its situation and develop a process to maximize recoveries for stakeholders. Reset. By the way, we have a fun fact. You can see it at the bottom of the screen. Uh, according to Financial Times, uh, the FTX paid like 200000 as a retainer fee and they pay him like 1300 per hour, which is a lot. Like that's almost $3 million per year. I mean, he's got a wow. tough job. He's got a tough yeah. job. You cannot say that. <laughs> but if they can't afford to pay out the user's funds back in any means of sort, it's surprising that he has three million per year. Oh come on, three million! Okay. What's that? <laughs> okay. So on November twelfth, the Wall Street Journal reported that FTX lent customer deposits to Alameda Research to help it uh, meet its liabilities, and top executives at Alameda Research were aware of it, raising further scrutiny about the relationship between Alameda Research and FTX. So as Coinbase initially just stated that the connection between the two uh, throughout the report, you see that uh, FTX and it's like, let's say subsidiary connection firm, whatever, it's being like more and more uh, exposed into what they were doing. Yeah, what's going on is what I previously said. Basically, the FTX as a company holding a bunch of money was lending it out to another sister company who then invested into, well, risk-prone investments yeah. with no insurance that means potential money down down the drain 
Yes, and FTX explicitly st stated in uh, their privacy or terms of service that the, the user funds were user funds and they were not like using it to like leverage with other companies or, or be lending or spending that money, which turned out not to be the case. And, and this was interesting um, for the next couple of days after that info, a bunch of exchanges, I remember Bitstamp, I remember Binance, I remember what else? I think even Revolut sent out an email stating that all the customer funds are, are held and not being lent out to other companies. This was the basic narration of all the emails. Yes, just assuring their users, look, we don't do what FTX did. Uh, but FTX and, was and not as regular. Yep. The question is, do you trust those emails? Well, at least when it comes to Revolut, since they're a bank and they have a license, I think they have like more. Um, well, banks do that as well. Don't, 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 don't put me at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not at liberty to say if it's safe or not. Who knows? Yeah. Are you moving the funds uh, to cold storage? No. <laughs> what is cold storage <laughs> for money? I just what lifted from the bank. <laughs> in my put it in my socket um so on november 12th yeah this was raising the additional suspicion like what alameda uh, research and ftx were were doing and on november 14 just two days after this the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange ftx became the subject of an investigation by federal prosecutors in new york sources familiar with the matter told abc news at issue, the sources said it's whether um, is whether FTX violated security laws when it reportedly gave customers funds to Alameda Research. In another report that I read, uh, it stated that Alameda uh, Research had like direct uh, backend API calls to like take user funds and do whatever they they wanted with what? it. Yeah, and that uh, also oh that whatever expense like imagines in being Alameda uh, Research uh, employee and saying look. I need a car, I need some asset, I need something. And they you would get approvals with emojis and you would just like get what, what you wanted, which is also abs absurdities and really heavy, heavy mismanagement. Whoa, I'm shocked. I'm seriously shocked right now. Yeah, imagine like how much tr trouble do you have to go through with your company if you just want like headphones or something, you have to like get a special approval. Um, yeah, but I've got amazing people right there, so that's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag love you guys. <laughs> so two days later again, and this was just 10 days ago since today we're 26th of November, Haas lawmakers called on Beckman Freed as well as executives at Alameda and Binance to testify in a hearing uh, on Capitol Hill in December. So now also is, Binance is also... Uh, called out to testify regarding the matter, what they saw, what they knew, what their due diligence meant, or how how hard this all came from, like Binance's push in regards to reveal the things. We're gonna buy them, we're not gonna buy them. There's a liquidity crunch and so on. Uh, and the fall of FTX has posed tremendous harm, harm to one over one million users, many of whom were everyday people who invested their hard earnings saved into the FTX cryptocurrency exchange only to watch it disappear with a matter of seconds. We're coming to the end. So on uh, November 17th, John Ray, the incoming CEO who has installed the guide to the company through bankruptcy proceedings, which we also mentioned earlier, this is the guy you want to have in your company if you're filing for bankruptcy, said in a court filing that he has never seen such a complete failure of co corporate control in his career, including during the Enron scandal. So this is a guy that has been dealing with his bankruptcy filings and mismanaging his whole life. 
and he's like i can't believe what i'm seeing here <laughs> he's like <laughs> imagine taking the best cleaner in the world that has seen a lot of bad stuff and he hasn't seen that much of a bad stuff which is really really scary he's just like nope nope <laughs> Doesn't Maybe for like three that. million per year, per year, then yes. But <laughs> uh, okay, so we're one week later from 17 to 22nd of November. Specific of the finances behind SBF, so Sam Bankman Fried, Empire begin to emerge emerge as bankruptcy proceedings move forward. FTX representatives say they have located 1.4 billion worth of assets, but caution: it may take several more weeks to establish a complete balance sheet so all in all to pull uh, the basic line um for ftx to be solvent they would need at least nine to ten billion us dollars so this is merely ten percent in assets if uh, if it even does anything so okay. this was all accredited to alameda burning all that cash it um, seems so unrealistic that people would actually get their funds back i mean i tried to open the ftx app doesn't work anymore i mean it works but you've, nope. got, you've got a bunch of errors you don't want to update it come on the ftx even if you go to ftx.com yeah ftx.com uh is showing some case background uh some sort of hearing uh, that was held on november 22nd four days ago uh so yeah it seems uh, it doesn't look so good um so meanwhile on the same day 22nd of november the company disclosed its top 50 creditors that and how much they're old and uh, owed and it's 3.1 billion but doesn't disclose the names of those creditors tax filings also revealed that ftx and alameda research collectively lost 3.7 billion between 219 and 221 long before the current debacle suggesting things were never going as well as the sbf empire as um they have appeared so what now what 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 do we do today um is it safe to have your money on exchanges uh it's 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 really not hard to say that no it's always safer to say to have them in your cold storage on your treasure ledger metamask whatever if the exchange does not provide you with means of way to have your own private keys it actually means you're don't, not owning the assets and something that Gashper mentioned earlier you could be just seeing a number of the exchange not meaning anything like it could say you have 10 bitcoins while in reality they don't have them they just data that show it on your ledger uh trezor and metamask this data can't be messed it's basically the same situation if any of you has been involved in a rock pool you see a bunch of a bunch of coins in your wallet and you cannot do anything you cannot sell them you cannot send them nothing works that's it so what you're gonna do cool yep. ghostbusters that's it <laughs> no but in on a serious note i yeah it i it, it would kind of make sense for us to urge users to be cautious uh even if it's the biggest exchange you're not privy to trust it because you don't own what you see on there this is a great unplanned segue People, go and listen to episode, was it 13? Custodial, non-custodial wallets? I think we covered yes. a bunch of those, those topics there. It's going to be in the in the video description and in the podcast description. So click a link, go listen to the episode. It's like 15 minutes long and there's a bunch of useful information. How the non-custodial wallet works, what's the 
what are the pros and cons of keeping money in custodial wallet or non-custodial wallet so give it a go i think it's a good it's a good resource that that was a brilliant throw of the episode because that was a really good one and it's one of our most popular episodes custodial versus, versus non-custodial wallet so yeah give it a go remember to stay safe watch your funds this bear market could last a while. <laughs> so, so. Sorry, watch your funds. What? Open FTX and watch your funds. <laughs> watch out for your funds. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Not people. Have a good one. Enjoy. Keep your money. Like the video. <laughs> <and> subscribe. <laughs> Ciao, everyone. Ciao. Love you. <laughs>